0: Sometimes being single doesn't feel so great. It actually feels like a demon toad is using his tiny pitchfork to peel my skin off. Well, maybe that's a bit extreme, but... uh, Well, just got another Facebook notification about one of my high school classmates getting engaged. Cute photos, though. Oh, she's pregnant? Again? Uh, This... Is crazy. And let's not get me started on how many weddings I'm invited to in 2022. Well, it's only two, but that's two more than I want to attend single. I'm at the age where I feel like everywhere I turn, someone is celebrating special moments in life that I long for birth announcements, weddings, bridal showers, engagements, even marriage retreats. And sometimes I cannot help but think, God, when will this be me? I should be able to experience this joy and excitement. And deep down, I know I will. But as the days and years keep passing by, if I'm honest, it gets harder and harder to have strong faith that it will ever happen. What is going on beautiful people? You are listening to the Affirmations for Black Girls podcast where we focus on personal growth and cultivating a healthy relationship with ourselves. I am your host, Tyra the Creative, actress, content creator, and mental health enthusiast. I hope you listened to last week's episode because if you couldn't tell by the title or that emotional opening monologue, today we are continuing the conversation on navigating singleness. Let's just jump into today's episode. This week's affirmation is, I deserve self-love. Now let's just drop in for a moment and you already know, let's get present. I deserve self-love. I really want you guys to repeat this affirmation with me this week. I deserve self-love. I deserve self-love. I deserve deserve self-love. I deserve self-love. And if you guys haven't been saying it out loud, I really want you guys to say it out loud and believe it deep down in your heart. I deserve self-love. Now, I think it's proper that we talk about self-love in today's episode because self-love is at the core of what it means to be available for someone in a romantic relationship. And let's just say Tyra, along with, you know, everyone else could always use a little more self-love. My relationship with romantic relationships is kind of all over the place. I've been in relationships that I knew I shouldn't be in, I've done things that I knew I shouldn't be doing, better yet, I've done things that I didn't want to do at all, and I still talked myself into staying longer. And y'all, this is me working through everything we are talking about in today's episode right now. I constantly ask myself, Tyra, why do you do this to yourself over and over again? And today, actually, I've been doing some reflecting, and I think it may have something to do with how much I love and respect myself. We kind of touched on this in our boundary setting episode, and if you guys did not listen, make sure you go and check that out as well. I will link it in the show notes, but we kind of touched on it in that episode, and it just goes to show how important self-love and self-respect truly are because everything is intertwined. Throughout my growth and healing process, I've learned that I have some abandonment issues and this is still very much so a new discovery and I have been learning a lot about abandonment issues through research at YouTube University. (laughs) But something that's key that stood out to me when I was watching some YouTube videos earlier today was that abandonment issues can be triggered by a lot of different things and not necessarily abandonment itself. So I was watching this one video on signs of abandonment issues and some of the signs of abandonment issues that I personally showcase in romantic relationships are I'm going to give you guys three. So the first one, I am afraid to have a real opinion. I don't typically like to rock the boat in relationships and I convince myself that it's not worth the fight or we're doing so good right now, I'll just save this for later because I really love how everything is going right now. I don't want to mess that up. And that's, of course, problematic. The second sign that I showcase in romantic relationships is that I attach too quickly. And while that can be relative, I think once My ex-boyfriend and I met, we met in, I don't even know, like October. By November, we were inseparable and we were together all the way up until we broke up earlier this year. So we met in 2017 and we just broke up this year. So that's what, that's, oh no, wait, we met in 2016. So that's five years. So I've known him for five years and we've basically been together for that entire five years that I've known him. And the third sign that I personally showcase is that I struggle with emotional intimacy. I like to keep my guard up and I also have insecurities that I'm trying to learn what they are because your body has this crazy way of keeping you safe and you can, you can honestly have things going on that you have no recollection of and you don't you have no idea what's happening but i think i have some insecurities that also keep me from opening up as well and these all stem from my abandonment issues now these are just a few and there's a lot more that this video that i was watching went on to say but i realized that these issues stem from childhood trauma that i have endured and i briefly spoke about this in a previous episode but if you guys did not listen to all of my episodes up until now by the way go listen to them all But if you did not listen, my parents got a divorce when I was in the ninth grade and it shook me up really bad. And I can honestly say that even to this day, it still honestly hurts. But of course, I'm learning to heal from past hurts so I can have a better future. But in addition to this instance in my childhood, other things more recently I've noticed have also fueled the fire of my unhealed abandonment issues and to keep it 100 with y'all y'all I am frustrated and I am tired of feeling the way I feel in romantic relationships and platonic but we're specifically talking romantic relationships today which to put it into perspective for you the way that I feel is anxious afraid that it won't ever work nervous that I don't know what I'm doing or that I'm not doing it right sad because I feel a little bit unworthy of this relationship and so on and so forth. So one of my main goals for the rest of 2021 is to focus more on self-love because I believe healing my abandonment issues lies in self-love at least a little bit. I'm not a professional but I think I could definitely use some more self-love. So if you are struggling with having healthy romantic relationships, I urge you to reflect, journal, talk to God, and see if there's anything you can do on your part to become the best version of yourself. Because let me go ahead and say this. God wants us to have happy and healthy romantic relationships. So keep that in mind. He wants us to be happy and have healthy romantic relationships. rushed into all of my relationships if you ask me and rushing is definitely relative but I think I could have spent more time getting to know someone and when you're single and eager it can be so hard to do this but there are so many benefits to moving a little slower for one that haze of puppy love and lust and you know crushing really hard on someone can settle and then you can really get to know this person and emotional intimacy and trust take time to build and trust me that is something that you want to make sure you have in a relationship this is coming from someone who has trouble with emotional intimacy okay so i know you may be saying tyra yeah you're saying all of this but you know as well as we do that this mess can be easier said than done and y'all i feel that so deeply i am literally in the trenches with y'all and it doesn't help that i'm also a southern girl who's about to turn 27 in less than a month 30 is creeping up on me and I have tons of anxiety around entering my 30s without a husband. And yes, I said a husband, but I'm still hopeful because a lot can happen in three years. Since my ex and I broke up earlier this year, I have been having an increased amount of anxiety around dating again and also being single into my 30s, even though I have like three years left of my 20s. I find myself worrying about if my next relationship will actually work or if I'm rushing into things. Should I just refrain from dating completely? So I actually have a date this Thursday and y'all, I'm so nervous about it. I met this guy on Hinge. We haven't even talked on the phone. We've just texted And he asked me to go on a date. And if you don't know what Hinge is, it's a dating app. And this is my second day ever using this app. But for some reason, this time around, I'm super nervous. And I am two seconds away from just blocking him and not going on that date. But that will not get me closer to my goal of finding my husband, will it? So I'm going to go on a date and I'm going to tell you guys about it in another episode. So to deal with this anxiety around dating, I'm just gonna start focusing on having fun and embracing who I am and being confident in the fact that I can be a hundred percent authentic in who I am on this date to set us up for success if we actually begin dating. But it all starts with self-love. I won't be able to set healthy boundaries, be authentically me. Or keep it real with this guy if I don't love myself. And I will constantly seek validation in anyone I date if I am unhappy with Tyra. So I'm gonna practice self-love every day and I would love if you guys could join in with me. We can do things like focusing on positive speech and affirmations like we have at the beginning of every one of my episodes. We can unplug from social media, learn more about our love languages, schedule me time and acknowledge our emotions. And those are just a few, but most of these things They don't seem so difficult. And I'm excited to embark on this self-love journey to also heal my inner child since I know that my abandonment issues started in my childhood. Now, let's talk about envy for a minute. Y'all listen to that opening monologue and let me just say, sometimes envy can sneak in and it is so important to recognize it and meet it at the door. So many of my friends are married. Some are starting to have kids and others are in long-term relationships and they are planning their engagements and making arrangements for the future. And I'll be the first to say, sometimes I don't want to see it. Not because I'm not happy for them and I'm so happy for them, but because one way of practicing self-love is to acknowledge your emotions like I mentioned earlier. And if I feel myself getting sad, anxious, jealous, whatever it may be when I see things on social media about marriage and kids and romance, I need to acknowledge that and take a step back and focus on Tyra. We all have friends that seem like they have the perfect relationships and we know relationships are not perfect and everyone goes through trials and tribulations, but it can seem that way, especially when you're in a waiting period or when you're in a rut or whatever, or when you're in a season of longing, it can feel like everybody else got all their stuff together. But the best thing that you can do for yourself is to remove yourself from any situation that is not serving you, like deleting Instagram and Facebook because you've just seen five people get engaged this week and two baby announcements. So let me just say this really quickly. I want all of that, all of that that we've been talking about. And this has been just, (laughs) y'all, this has just been a real episode because sometimes We are in the thick of it and your girl is feeling in the thick of it right now. So I just want to say, I want all of that, all of the stuff that we've been talking about in this episode. I want the man of my dreams. I want the kids. I want the Christ-filled marriage. I want the lifelong partnership. And I honestly thought that I would have that by now based on (laughs) my dream book I created in the fourth grade. I really believed everything that I put in that book and some things have come to pass and it's just a little disheartening that this one didn't come to pass. But before I finish what I'm saying, I really, I really quickly want to throw it back to last week episodes about not idolizing marriage because I, I feel like I, I kind of idolize marriage a little bit, and it's subconscious. I think I don't think I do it purposely, but it, when I think about marriage and when I think about finding my husband and you know having my happily ever after. I just get butterflies and I just feel so elated and so happy about it. And I think it has some idolization in there. And deep down, I know that it's going to take work, but I just wanted to point that out. Don't idolize marriage. And if you feel yourself... If you feel yourself putting marriage on a pedestal, then take a step back and really reevaluate what marriage actually is to set your expectations straight to what marriage is so that when you actually get into marriage, you're not sitting there like, this is not what I signed up for. I signed up for breakfast in bed and dancing in the moonlight. And you know what I'm saying? Like set yourself up for success in, in your marriage and in your journey to your lifelong partnership. So like I was saying, this was in my dream book. I was expected, I expected myself to be married by the age of 25. And I believe in a happily ever after. I also believe in that fairy tale ending. And I believe in magical relationships. And I don't necessarily believe in them in the way that Disney or cartoons make them out to be, but I do think that we can feel that fairy tale ending. And it's whatever you make of it yourself. I don't think that. Um, Jenny Jenny on the block don't have the same fairy tale feelings or magical feelings that I will have or Cindy Lou who she ain't got the same ones I think everyone has their own thing but I do think that the happily ever after the fairy tale ending and the magic in relationships I think that that does exist and I also know that marriage and relationships take hella work and there will be days where I want to just strangle my husband because we ain't getting along but I'm ready. Well, let me not say ready because if I was ready, like I think I'm ready, then God would have blessed me by now with my husband. Amen. Not ready. Let's say excited. I am excited for that chapter in my life. And I'm going to take this moment in. Let me just drop in real quick. I'm taking this moment of singleness in and truly enjoying it because once I get married, ain't no going back. And I think that's what makes all these less than enjoyable feelings that I be feeling from time to time worth it. Knowing that at the end of the day, God got me. So I may feel a little envious, jealous, left out, anxious or even sad today. But when God blesses me with the man that he has for me, all of those hard times and all of that longing, I truly believe that it will be worth it. You know what time it is you guys we are about to close out this episode with a fun closing segment today we are doing recommendation of the day this is where I recommend something to you guys that I have been loving this week so my recommendation of the day is the m joy app I actually just downloaded this app today and I kind of like it you guys. So it's basically an app, an education app, and they have like sessions that you can listen to. You can learn about sexuality. You could also learn about a whole bunch of other stuff. That's not why I downloaded the app, but I do want to say that, you know, you can listen to different stories. If you like erotic stories, I don't really know. But the reason I downloaded this app was because they have a lot of sessions on body acceptance and self-love so i really wanted to focus on loving myself a little more and a part of that is definitely body acceptance because there are some things about my body that i really don't necessarily like so i really want to work on that aspect and also practicing self-love as a whole this app is free for seven days you can download it in the app store I think after seven days, it's like $30 for the entire year. So I'm just going to go ahead and pay for it. You can take a test to figure out what your goals are. So in my test, I just said that I wanted my goals to be self-love and body acceptance. So they created a whole journey for me. And it starts with like getting started, body acceptance, accepting your body, practicing self-care, limiting thoughts. And it just takes me through all of these different sessions to learn more about me and really change my mindset around myself and how I view my body. And I'm actually looking through the app right now and I love that they have these daily routines. So they have one become body positive in 30 days and you can take the challenge change bad self-talk, increase your daily pleasures. Like I said, this is an all-around wellness app, so it does kind of talk about sex a little bit. If you wanted to learn about, you know, your body in a sexual way, that's what you're into. They do have that. They also have some collections of sessions called Relationship Anxiety, Improving Self-Esteem, body image and sex and there's more collections as well you guys can definitely take a look through but I'm super excited to you know play with this app but also I do have a link down below if you would like to get a free 14-day trial if you download the app yourself you only get a seven day trial and then you'll have to pay but the link down in the show notes has my 14 day free trial. So you can try it out for yourself and see if you like it. I kind of do they have journaling prompts as well within the sessions specifically for the body acceptance ones that I've been listening to. But I hope you guys download the app. It's called MJoy and this is not sponsored. Of course, it's just something I would like to, you know, recommend. That's all we have for this episode, y'all. I just wanted to really just drop in and talk to y'all because your girl be in the thick of it with y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like I I want a man. <laughs> that's just that's just on that. And I just wanted to be real raw and regular with you guys and just share something that you know i was going through so thank you guys so much for listening make sure you subscribe rate and review the podcast and follow us on instagram at affirmation for black girls and if you really like today's episode take a screenshot of it and post it to your instagram story and tag me at affirmation for black girls and tell me what your greatest takeaway was from this episode thank you guys so much for listening and this was affirmations for black girls y'all know i am all about self-care and one of my favorite self-care activities at night is listening to a sleep story so i've been using this meditation and sleep app called calm that i think you guys would really like i mean i've talked about it a few times on the podcast already so it's only right that i tell you guys about it so i love the sleep stories and they are the perfect way to wind down and drift off to sleep after a long day And y'all, to be honest, I recommend the ones that are actually for kids the most because they have fun voices, music, and sound effects, but they also have some that are more meditation based to drift off to sleep as well, which I listen to when I'm feeling anxious or I've had a really tiring day. So I want to help you experience the joy meditation brings to my life. So I'm giving you a seven day free trial of the Calm app. So head to the link in my show notes to check out the Calm app today and prepare to be more calm on on a daily basis.